Chapter 60 of The Jumble Book. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. The Jumble Book by David Corey. Chapter 60 The Little White House on the Hill. It was the night before Christmas. Outside, a cold wind blew the snow about in clouds, penetrating the cracks and chinks of the little old white house on the hill. Before the small fire of driftwood, which tried its best to warm the little bare room, sat Mrs. Whitcomb, wondering sadly where the money was to come from to buy the turkey for the dinner the next day. Mrs. Whitcomb's eyes filled with tears as she remembered the happy Christmas of a few years previous, when the children's father was alive. Just then, an excited ejaculation from Madge in the doorway startled her. "'Mother, dear!' she cried, running in, followed by Billy. "'I've just been thinking of that story you read to us last year about the money that was stored away behind the old family portrait over the mantelpiece.' Don't you remember how it fell down when the little boy, who was locked in the closet for being naughty, kicked the closet door till everything shook and shook, and then down fell the portrait, and the bags of money just emptied themselves all over the floor? I'll be the bad boy if you want to put me in the closet, offered Billy. Mrs. Whitcomb looked up with a sad smile as she took Madge in her lap and placed an arm around her. "'Suppose we make believe the old mirror is a portrait,' she said. "'And I'll make believe I'm naughty,' added Billy. "'It will be the first time I've ever had to make believe.' Madge jumped off her lap and ran to the closet. "'Come, mother,' she called. "'Make Billy go inside.' In a moment he was shut in, and even Mrs. Whitcomb began to laugh, for Billy's acting was almost as real as if he had indeed been a bad boy and was undergoing a just punishment. One of the candlesticks tumbled over on top of the tiny mahogany box, knocking it off upon the floor. It broke open on the hearthstone, and as Mrs. Whitcomb stooped to pick up the broken pieces, she uttered a cry of joy. "'Come here!' she called. "'Come see what I've found!' and she held up a five-dollar gold piece before Madge's delighted eyes. "'Oh, mother darling!' screamed Madge. "'Where did it come from?' "'What's the matter? Let me out!' yelled Billy from the depths of the closet. "'Let me out! What's the matter?' Madge rushed over to the closet, but in her excitement found it difficult to turn the key. "'What's it all about?' cried Billy. "'Oh, Billy!' gasped Madge as she twisted and turned the handle. What do you think? Mother has found a five-dollar gold piece. Goodness me, exclaimed Mrs. Whitcomb, after the noise and excitement had subsided. How in the world I ever forgot that I put that money away for safekeeping in that little box years ago is beyond me. But I did, and it isn't a dream. No, indeed, mother, cried Madge, pinching the gold piece. It's as real as can be. Let's all go down to the village and get the dinner things, suggested Billy. By the time the celery and vegetables, the nuts and raisins, together with the big fat turkey, 
were safely packed, the basket was fairly bulging over. Oh, what a feast we'll have tomorrow, gasped Madge. They set the heavy basket down before the mantelpiece as Mother closed the outer door and came in. What a jolly dinner. I'm so glad Billy and I got to talking before going to bed. Wasn't it lucky I remembered the story? Yes, indeed, answered Mother, smiling away as she unpacked the basket and stowed away all the good things in safe places until the next day. Just like a play, volunteered Billy, with me as the hero, with Madge as the author, said Mother. Right you are, Mother dear, answered Billy. Only without the great acting on the hero's part, there would never have been any success to the play. That closet wasn't such a joke after all. No, indeed, laughed Madge. You shall have the wishbone for your reward, Mr. Hero Actor. End of section 60